Live tweet while listening to this episode of Oh So Insecure using the hashtag OSInsecure. Oh So Insecure, this is episode three, hella open. Uh, shit. And uh, <laughs> I just rewatched it, it was a bunch of shit all over again. Uh, pretty much a sexually frustrated Issa explores a new outlook on dating. Uh, on a girl's night out, Molly meets a promising new guy, and Lawrence deals with things, uh, I don't know, commitment issues while he's dealing with work shit. So, um, yeah, 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 I'd like to introduce the uh, uh, famous Huey <laughs> on the show with me today. Thank you, thank you for joining me, man, Huey. It- Am I famous? I mean, I, shit, famous I'm enough. Just out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out here just putting out content and stuff. Uh, uh, I'm here. That's how you get there. So, um, I guess let the listeners know what, what shows you got, what you got going on, uh, what's your podcast about? Yeah, um, so I, I go by Baby Huey. It's B-A-E-B-Y because I'm a little bit ratchet. Um, <laughs> you hear me on Twitter at Baby Huey, B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. Um, I co-host Equimini Jams, which currently is uh, a live online radio show. You can catch on ListenVisionLive.com every Saturday at 12. We come through with the pop culture commentary, you know, the music videos and the music commentary. It's all about the music and pop culture. So it's a good time. Me and my cousin DJ Imperial do that. Also, you can catch me on the Man Podcast with the big homie Jay. Um, and that drops every Monday. Uh, man is an acronym for masculinity, allyship, and nourishment, and we just talk about being men and being black men and uh, being black men in different contexts and being allies for various groups, whether it be uh, the gay community, trans community, women, just just trying to be better men and trying to be better black men. Um, and we've talked about a bunch of shit, and it's a bunch of stuff to talk about. And I, I'm I'm here, man. We was put, putting out this content. Hoping that y'all like it and hoping that it changed our lives and help y'all do better and be better and all that good stuff. Good deal, good deal, man. Uh, I, I think it's so fitting that the first time I have anybody as a guest on any of my shows, it turns out to be you, <laughs> considering my first time uh, being a guest on anyone's show was on the Man Podcast. So That was your first time? Yeah, yeah. First, oh, very shit. first, yep. And uh, thanks to Jay, he was like the first person I met once I started podcasting. And so uh, I got to try to get him on something next. But yeah, man, this is uh, this is I don't know serendipitous. That's not it. I don't know. Uh, words mean things. I don't know. But it's uh, either way, I'm I'm happy to be here. It's <laughs> right, a pleasure. Right. It's an honor because you put out great work, and I've been. I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm gonna start reading some comics and shit, and it's just like. <laughs> time be like bro you you don't you can't really do that right now you don't got time to go back to issue one of fucking black panther and try to like you don't got the time for that man like well like you've gotten me like interested in actually delving into comics and that's never been the interest of mine so kudos to you and the work that you've been putting out man i appreciate that oh god man thank you brother thank you shit okay But, um, shit, getting into Also Insecure, this shit show from last week, last Sunday. Um, I, actually, before getting into that, I'd like to know, what's your thoughts, yeah. like, on the show as a whole, you know, the first season to now, like, Issa and what she's doing with Insecure? Um, number one, it's all love, all respect, all praises to Issa Rae, the Issa Rae, like, <laughs> she is the Issa Rae, like, coming from 
Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl yes. on YouTube yes. up until having a, a fucking show on HBO that renewed for season three. Books like she she's out here doing a damn thing, so I I can't have anything but love and respect right. and admiration for her and what she's doing. And then to have this black ass show on HBO, um, that's black as fuck. Like it's <laughs> it's so fucking black, and like it's it's so many nuances, and then the 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 scoring of it is perfect, and. I took an uh, intro to film and intro to television, so I know some terms. The mise en scene. Ah, there you is, go. It's, it's perfect, <laughs> and the cinematography is just great, and the writing is amazing. The timing is great. The characters are are complex. It's just it's it's so much, and I'm I'm happy that it's a, a black woman doing it, and I'm I'm happy that she's getting all the love and praise that she's getting, and she deserves more. Um, I say all that to say it's still Lawrence I and Team Lawrence all day, every day. Fuck what you heard. Yes, yes, yes. Same same here, man. I've been getting shit for that <laughs> online for being Team Lawrence, but man, I'm I'm still uh, I'm still rocking with him, man. And um yeah, no no, I um I started watching Awkward Black Girl, ooh, what was it, two thousand twelve? And uh man, I'm right there with you. I've been watching her ever since then. Um the different web shows that she's been a part of her brother who i don't even want to say if that's her brother i don't know for sure but homeboy animal he had a uh a little show two different shows like so yeah yeah all that to say i've been rocking with Easter for quite some time and i'm so it's like seeing a a, a pen pal or a friend from high school or somebody just exactly doing it. i'm i just i can't be anything but happy you know i i'd hope to you know get close enough to give her a high five hell or even be on the show Listen, either way just for her to a glance at me like <laughs> I, I i keep thinking back to that episode of uh awkward black girl where they was in like the the slave museum or whatever yes, yes. like that's like a vivid because that's like i lost my shit yes. at that scene oh <laughs> man that her her in this comedic man this even though this was like the first scene but her driving next to homeboy the geeky dude and him and trying to get the attention signs. and being stopped at every stoplight and stop something man that's when i knew i was like okay i gotta i gotta follow this chick like she's whatever the fuck she doing i want a piece of it man yes um, yes and, and and shout out to my spelman sister for even getting me on that oh yeah um no you just but no um <laughs> And then she's just doing, black women are just doing such great things, and I'm just like here for it, and mm-hmm. just like let me know what you need my black ass to do. Look, <laughs> like what do I need to buy? I'm Issa Rae. If you tuning into this, I'll be on season three. Just oh, like yes. pay for my plane ticket and my hotel and my food. I don't like. That's all I want. I don't want no royalties off them episodes. <laughs> I don't want to be paid. Just like I said, just fly me out, feed me. Uh, uh, house me. I'll stay at your house and I'll clean <laughs> and cook breakfast. Just let me know what you need me to do. But um, yeah, just just slap me a little cameo on season three. I can I can hold something down for you. You know, man, look, yeah. Look, look, man, I'm right there with you, man. Kudos. You hear that, Issa? <laughs> hey, listen, because your brother cute and he's gonna need a plus one at some point. Hey, so look, I'm sitting around patiently waiting for him to show up again. Like I'm like. I enjoyed this episode. I was like, okay, what the, what the, you don't just introduce this nigga for a minute. Exactly. And then, <laughs> what? With a Rossi at, though. Man, <laughs> look. got you on that Rossi. <laughs> and look at you with, with your coat. coat. 
Man, that shit had me on. That that line still gets me to the, like three episodes later. That shit still, still get me, man. Yeah, I want to see him with them little one liners, man. I say that almost every day, and this I change it up. Like, look at you with your blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Okay, um, let's see. This episode in particular, do you have any like first thoughts before we dive into this this um, shit show? <laughs> This is a mess. And I, I do want to say that I love how, like, nobody is, like, completely right or completely yep, wrong. Yep. Um, so I do highly appreciate that. I will also say that um, it's fun watching this um, because I see myself at different phases in the past mm-hmm. five, six years of my life. It's just like, oh, that was me at one point. That was me, too. <laughs> oh, shit, that was me, too. Right, right. All right, I see how, okay, you was wrong, but I, I feel what you was going with that kind of the same shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Man, look, me and you, same page, man, because I'm telling you, as much as I'm Lawrence Hive, I'm still Team Bank Bay, but no matter what, I'm Team hey. Issa. Like, I don't. I can't. Chase Ho is out here <laughs> rapping. Not Chase Ho. <laughs> that's what Crystal Carter, and that's what just stuck with me. And okay. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to Insecurity yet because I wanted to make sure I did this fresh. Right, right, right. So tomorrow I'll be at work listening to Insecurity. Like, yep, I said that same shit. <laughs> yep, me and Fr- Fran, we here. Right, right. Crystal, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chase Ho. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I'm but not Tasha. Um, Tasha Thomas. Thompson? Thompson? Like, I feel like Tasha represents for the same community that K. Michelle sings for. See? And it's a community that deserves to having their voices amplified. And I love fucking K. Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. she's like the go- one of the ghosts to me. So like, I just feel like her and Tasha just like, like I said, they rep for the same community. Like, I feel like Tasha will fuck somebody like, like they trying to, you know, like mm-hmm. she's trying to pay her bills. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love him. <laughs> Maybe I should call. You better get it. You better get it. I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know why I've like I, it's. I've come to the conclusion that the hate that Tasha receives is just because she's the anti Issa. It's people exactly. who are so wrapped up in Issa being right, even though you know she is not right. You know all the time. She's the she's the main one that's wrong. Look, but... and that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like Tasha has. Tasha is existing. Every, other people' baggage is the reason why you see her as the bad guy. She ain't did shit wrong, man. She, Not a damn thing. Oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm team Tasha, man. Um, no, but this overall, this whole episode, I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think they sh- shook shit up, and I'm now up is down and left is right because I don't know what's going to happen, and I appreciate that because you know this is a good show. Season one was solid. This is turning out to be great. But I think this is the point in which, like, the timeline split. Like, it's just, oh, you thought you knew what was happening. Now, motherfuck you. Let's see when these motherfuckers end up. So I'm, I'm very appreciative of this episode in particular, man. Man, let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's All right, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, Issa, awkward, sex scene, Luke James. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bruh, what? What is what what? <laughs> What Why was wasn't she this? Why wasn't she this this awkward and giggly with fucking Daniel when she was fucking cheating? Man, look, like, this is like the prime time for her to have this like number one. It's Luke James, and I was patiently waiting for him and Jesse J to break up. Um, 
<laughs> now I'm just patiently waiting on him to say, hey, I want to experiment with penis. Yeah. But <laughs> um, it's fucking Luke James. Yeah. It's it's he's Johnny Gill. Like, Man. it's Luke James. You don't giggle. You don't be shy. You go in there full force. <sighs> this hoe was talking about his fingers. Fuck them fingers. <laughs> that nigga could have put on a glove. Let fingers go inside you. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> You don't know what them fingers can do. It, they can work magic. Stop giggling. This and then we're talking about some, it's that sexy laugh you like. He was like, but you don't have to keep laughing. Like, <laughs> Man, look, this bitch talking about thank you for your hospitality. Like that whole, man, when I tell you I'm yell, I'm I'm hollering at the TV, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, I don't I don't know. I don't, this was a expertly written and acted scene because I was so fucking frustrated it was. Oh, and then, like, she couldn't butter her shirt. Oh, I got this something to swap me. Like, like what does that mean? <laughs> oh, that's your bad room. We didn't make it there. <laughs> this is the most... Like, I... And I... I mean, it was funny, whatever, the figure thing, but I honestly didn't get... I'm like, what is... I think I was just so enamored with him. I, yeah. I couldn't... I, yeah. I couldn't put myself in that position, but God damn, that, what a good way to, to open up on this damn episode. Like... She's awkward as fuck, and like you said, I see so yeah. much of myself even in that scene, where it's like I'm slapping my head because 21 and 23 year old me was doing some ignorant shit with some folks who, and if I could revisit, but I'm gonna go forward. Uh, Sometimes you just you, you can't revisit everything. You gotta <laughs> leave the past in the past. Man, look, look, completely man. over it and healed. But I mean, if you you know you're over it and you're healed, you don't, you don't gotta revisit it. You <laughs> Oh man, this um, it, this quick little I guess scene kind of scene was the noise violation on everyone's door. In that, for me, and then we we came back across Nickelodeon nigga. <laughs> this big rockhead motherfucker. I I appreciate that every all these black people look real. They look black. They might not be aesthetically pleasing to you, but overall they're all pretty attractive. But this nigga, I was. Like, but he looks so much cuter without the hair than he. I mean, granted, when he had the hair, he was a child, so I wasn't really looking at him like right, that. Right, but right. I'm like, oh, like you without the hair might suit you better than you with the hair. Look, cause yeah, he need to switch something up. Cause that shit, I was like, the fuck is going on there? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that uh, I, I like I like that. I'd like to see him pop up again, or you know, maybe not. Maybe he's just the hookup of the of the week or whatever. But I um. I mean, he fucking... And see, that's another thing, too. Like, fucking somebody that you, like... That's your neighbor? Yeah. Just for, like, a jump off? It's awkward. Like, I've done that... Yeah. Um, Twice. One of the <laughs> niggas moved away, and I was like, thank you. Yeah. It was like, this was... But the other one still live in my cul-de-sac. <laughs> um, so it's, it's awkward, but I never see him. Yeah. Um, so that, that helps a lot. But it's just like I don't know. I don't want to hold too close to home. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, and that's a that's what was going through my head because I just knew during that scene somebody was walking. I just knew he had a roommate, or I just knew, you know, because of the noise violation uh, sticker with the music being on, somebody was going to. I just knew something wasn't going to go right. But I, I feel you. You in the same complex, same uh, street, same neighborhood. If we just hooking up, man. You gotta be, let's say, a good fifteen miles away. Just all right, hold whole time we done skip to the whole ass end of the episode. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, what was his name? Was his name? His name was Eddie. 
Eddie, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um didn't go back and watch the first episode, but I don't even remember him um at the, the I party. I don't either. I just remember you beauty and you think. Right, that nigga. <laughs> and I remember, of course, and look at you with your coat. <laughs> I wonder what's up with them, with Kelly and the man. But yeah, that's for another episode. But I, I definitely want to know oh. what. I'm ready for that story because you. And he was staying in, this, in the hotel for six months, and never mind. Right, and, da, 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 and that's over with. And <sighs> That's the whole reason I even I'm here for Derek and Tiffany. I can't. I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan of Tiffany. I'm not a fan of Derek individually, but together with this drama, this who did what and when, I'm, I want to know that mm-hmm. too. Man. She, she like you said, it's dope. Like the perfect couple got trouble in paradise. Like, huh? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. and they both light skinned too. That's and you know, and I hate to, and I'll, I'll get whatever backlash, I'll accept it. But for, for whatever reason, that's why I don't like them together. They look related and I know all light skinned people don't look alike but them something about them seems off and I think that's what bothers me about them I feel like two light skinned together is equals drama we got Stevie J and Jocelyn <laughs> Stevie J and Mimi oh god um that's enough yeah that is that's <laughs> more than enough <laughs> it, it honestly is enough and I'm pretty sure I mean you got like Kirk and Rashida rapping for the dark skinned couples but you know, are they though? Because they're trying to paradise. They probably about my complexion. I don't, I don't even know if I'm dark skin or light skin. Man, <laughs> you don't get your... okay. I've gotten mixed things. I'm just like I'm just here. I'm just black in, in here and just trying to live my best life. Like I don't, I don't, I don't believe in categories. I don't believe in labels. I'm just, I'm an American. Oh, okay, Raven. I got you. An American is a colorless person. Okay, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. I'll, I'll let you have that, but you know, go ahead. Uh, shit, but you no, know. Back to this episode. After, okay. This, <laughs> what? Um, I'll, I'll get you all track easily. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't heard enough of the man, <laughs> the show to know uh, to see Jay's uh, <laughs> struggles. Man, I think it'd be frustrated with me. I'm sure. Now, what's um getting to what? It's turning out to be a very controversial part of the show. I feel is this we got y'all issue with Mr. Gaines and the black kids versus the Hispanics. And I guess what's your take on Mr. Gaines and that whole um, race issue? Real quick, shout out to Lil Rel for his cameo. Hilarious shit. Quentin, yeah. Um, but it's funny because I feel like I'm I'm more on Frida's side, but I definitely understand Issa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because Issa's trying to get her check, right? And I understand just trying to get your check. Mm-hmm. Um, and as black people, sometimes we have to just make hard decisions yeah. just to make sure we can pay our rent and shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Frida's getting the taste of some of the shit that black people have to deal with. Mm-hmm to make sure we can live yeah um but I definitely sympathize with Frida more than Issa just because I'm more of a humanitarian type yeah. person and I mean it, they kids like mm-hmm. and Mr. Gaines he's a deuce yeah um, much so. so I mean just call it what it is 
Um, so I'm definitely on Frida's side, and I definitely feel her frustration. Um, and I would lean more towards Frida's responses to this shit. Um, but I, I get Issa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, like I said before, that first comment he made about building the wall, I laughed. I laughed hard. That, that I, was a good one. Because, I mean, like, <laughs> I talk about wall shit all the time. But then, like, he just took it too far. <laughs> Look, He just I, kept going. I, I was, by the end of that episode, I was completely fucked up myself. Because I thought it was just a quick little joke making fun of, you know, 45. But I didn't think this was real. And as time progresses... It's one of them things where, like you said, I'm on Frida's side. I get where she's coming from, but you're just getting a little taste of what we have to put up with in an everyday setting, be it at work, be it at school, be it, you know, your neighborhood or whatever. Mr. Gaines is in the wrong, but at the same time, it's like, what am I supposed to do? The population, the percentage might be smaller, but we're getting the work done. Right, they tried to engage with what's homegirl from the first episode. I don't want to give her a wrong name. The the Hispanic teacher who was like running the, out. The what? What was she? Uh, art teacher teaching yeah, geometry. Teaching geometry. Yeah, she was on her way to like school or something. <laughs> it's like you know they. <laughs> no, but what fucked me up was Frida when Frida was like, "Do you have any friends? You know, like amigos Amigo. or amigas?" A, a damn she's so goddamn clueless and I look like that I I, I appreciate that um but at the end of the she day lo- I'm, she low key woke though yeah yeah this is you true. know Ava do her uh, name look and she <laughs> and see I um I feel like she is the CC of this of Insecure from Awkward Black Girl but she's yes appropriately white like she's not a homegirl who you just like she didn't just write CC's character for a white girl like this right. is CC but she is a white girl and um I don't know I'm I'm torn I'm I'm with Issa because I gotta eat you know and um hell the alternative was we don't we have no presence here and we have to move on to somewhere else so even though right. mostly black kids are getting this tutoring or whatever it is we're doing it's still here you can come whenever you want to. It's not particularly our fault that these kids aren't coming, but again, Mr. Gaines is a bit... I, I don't know. I'm I'm still... I don't know. Torn. He prejudiced as fuck. As the fuck. And that... I, I mean, I guess there doesn't have to be a backstory. There doesn't have to be a reason, but shit. This, it's, I guess it's so jarring to me because you usually get these characters being white men or white people in general, like in a Spike Lee movie or just in media you always get this cisgender white male who's like think he's above it all and these are the comments you get but getting it from right. a black man kind of fucked me up cause I don't know oh, okay so it didn't fuck me up because I'm used to older black people being very prejudiced towards mm-hmm. Hispanics okay <laughs> um, I'm, I'm used to that like okay. I, I grew up around that um I mean, both my grandmothers have, you know, they have their tendencies, and they mm-hmm. uh, and I check them now that mm-hmm. I know better. Right, right. But um, like I I grew up around that because I mean, granted, we're not as horrible as white people. Yeah. But yeah. we're black people tend to be pretty trash towards Hispanics. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, uh, mostly Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and again, like seeing that is just like I'm seeing. 
older people in my like this is real shit. Yeah. That's how that's how older black people tend to be mm-hmm. when it comes to Hispanics. Like they're taking over, they're ruining everything, they're taking all our jobs. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to learn their language? The essays across the street, all that bullshit. So I'm like it to me, that was another depiction of how accurately black insecure fucking is. Yeah. Like But yeah. Yeah. That was last week's episode. Yeah, I could see that. I um I don't have the same like lived in experience, but now that you say that, I can recall even if the comments haven't been the same, like about Mexicans, just his attitude and the way he carries himself. Mr. Gaines reminds me of older uncles, older older cousins, uh, family friends. Like he's very familiar to me. That's probably why I was so torn with what he was saying. But yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's uh Mr. Gaines, that motherfucker. Same uh, for the school bus. I'm like what? <laughs> man, look, this nigga talking about we speak English in here. You man, that boy, yeah, that fucked me up. That I was just out of taco meat, Bruh, Who was writing this man's lines? Like this is some shit. Um, oh shit. As much as I'm on Team Lawrence, going to the uh, next little stop, him and his coworkers typing up at BuzzFeed or wherever it is he works. Not BuzzFeed. Where does this motherfucker work? I don't. I'm looking like nigga. What? Eh. I mean, everything don't need a solid label, but I, whatever. So why he at BuzzFeed talking about Startup Saturday? Um, even going forward with that storyline with him, you know, ending up at the Saturday thing, whatever. For whatever reason, as much as I'm on his team, I feel like somebody's about to fuck him over. Like shit is not about to get better for him. I just, I, mm, I didn't get that because I was I'm so focused on him and Tasha. Uh huh. Um, and then like it was very endearing when he was like, "Nah, I gotta go pick up these chairs for this family reunion." And I'm going, "I'm like, oh, look at you making effort mm. and putting in work." Although yeah. I know that it's like not wholehearted, but like it's there. Yeah. Um, because I feel like Lawrence has good intentions, and mm-hmm. he had good intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into that that a little bit later. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but no, when we were talking about startup Saturdays and making bad decisions with people, I'm just like, well, I can't say I haven't made a bad decision or two myself. Look, so at a networking event, well, mind you, because <laughs> oh no, yeah. not at a work event, just just in general. But I, you know, you can just generalize. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I I want to see. I want to see more of this workspace. I mean, I guess it's probably, it's not that important. We get what we get from it, but, uh, I get so wrapped up in the details like that. Cause I'm like, what this, that was a very Buzzfeed mix of skin tones and yeah, all of that. So I'm, eh, I don't know, I guess whatever, um, going forward with Molly in this bookshelf. Now, this, sin. huh? I said, listen, man, I, again, you talk about this show being black as hell and being familiar. This was a lot of cousins and aunties that I have. That's just like I can do this shit for myself. This, this scene, I don't know. I don't know if I'm thinking too deep when I watch this show or what. But seeing this black woman on the phone with her mama handling this physical package that she's deemed to be not strong enough for or needing a man for taking this to her car, turning to see this black man ready to accept whatever he needs to help this white woman. Like, this whole, that whole scene was all of, like, maybe a minute and a half. 
like it wasn't that long, but it it wasn't, but it, it was impactful, very much so. And I just want to shout out her mama trying to be cute Man. for her vow renewal, <laughs> not wanting to read off no cards, and not, and not trying to, to wear her glasses. Look, <laughs> he know you got glasses. Yes, that. I want more of Molly's family. I want to. They may not have cast these people. They might not ever show up. But her brothers and her mom and daddy. Would, hey, if we get Jill Lisa. Marie Jones as her sister, as a, boy, I will. I look. Issa gonna get every award. If I got to call in to get them a Grammy, a Emmy, a Tony, a Country Music Award, man. I will write a letter. Look, I damn sure why the, fuck, why the fuck didn't she win the fucking Emmy? Look, she got Jill Marie Jones on there playing Molly's fucking sister. Look, they look alike. It's perfect fucking casting. And they act alike. Well, at least Jill Marie Jones on Girlfriends act like Molly on here. So, like, it's perfect. Right, right, like, right. I'm writing to every committee. I'm sending emails. I'm picketing in front of whatever buildings that are in the DMV area because I can't really travel outside because I'm poor. Okay. But I'm doing what I can because if she can get Jill Marie Jones on to play Molly's brother, uh-huh. I mean sister, and then get me on to play Molly's gay brother, like it'll be so dope. Hey, look, look, she, um, I'm looking, mm, look at me, I'm trying to do uh, multitask, see if they are any kind of related cousins or something. Cause I feel like <laughs> I feel like they are. <laughs> they probably like 18th cousins or something. <laughs> Man, but yeah, that. I don't know. That scene is like watching a Spike Lee movie or something. Like it was so, again, so quick. But every everything mm-hmm. about that scene meant something. You know, it she's wasn't... like carrying this bookshelf by herself, and, and then you got this black man assisting this white woman mm-hmm, right levels. behind her. Levels. Look, and, and they car was better than Molly's. Look, I was, bruh, I and she dealing with this package that this white man has put on her. What? Look. Good no. job, Issa, in the writer's room and whoever else. Because that shit, again, that little two-minute scene, that fucked with me. I'm still just, whatever. But so, shout out to Molly carrying that thing in hills downstairs. Man, it didn't skip a beat. Didn't fall. Didn't stumble. Not a damn like, one. Not man. a damn one. She, um, I like her now. Oh, now you didn't like Molly. <laughs> I did not. Oh no, I love because Molly. of everything with Jared. It upset me. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, because I give Jared you that. was cute. Yeah. Um, and Jared was fun. A fun and... time. It was a fun time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I ain't got no errors. I ain't got no errors. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he uh That he was... it it yeah, and but I like Molly now. Like now that she's going gone to therapy. Right, right, right. And uh, segue into the next scene with her giving up on uh the Oracle slash Iyanla slash uh Big Mama <laughs> with this expansive bookcase like bookshelf like why <laughs> I don't know. black titties. Look, look, <laughs> and I get it, you know, change and dealing with your truth is sometimes uncomfortable, but right. I'm so mad that she left this woman. Like, one, I was getting free therapy from Insecure, but two, Molly, the character, needs this. Like, how do you... She does. Oh, my God. How do you turn away? But um, this hoeing that her and Issa has decided to do together, this 
is one of those things that took me back to my college years with my friends. We were supposed to hold together, huh? Like, yeah, I see a little bit of myself in Issa and Molly. Uh, Shout out to Molly's uh, Sade shirt, though. Look, the cl- I need to know when this insecure clothing line shop. Yes, it's showing up because um, there's not been one episode where I haven't wanted at least two or three pieces of clothes. Listen, if they put this shit in a Journeys, I'll go to Journeys to buy it. Journeys, February uh, If they put this shit in a, a Jimmy Jazz, look, I'll be in Jimmy Jazz. Um, and I, I hate going to Jimmy Jazz. Man, look. When I can find them. Um, <laughs> I have to go down to Atlanta, hop out uh, in Weston Mall. Oh, God. That right in there mall. real quick. Before I get shot. Um, See, shout outs to the West End. <laughs> shout outs to ATL. Shout outs to the AUC. I'm just yes, out. Clark, stand up. Yes, let's do that. Is who? Clark. Oh, you said, oh, Morehouse. <laughs> Clark Morehouse. <and> Sp- <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Clark is cool, too. Clark is dope. Here you go. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this this whole, again, another golden-ass scene. Issa wanted to get catfished before she, or even attempts to, I don't know, get a date. Her talking about hoeing is hard or fucking is hard. I don't want to tell too much of my business, but I was like, eh, it's not that hard. Like, I know. No, no hoeing, hoeing is hard, especially if, because I don't know, like, when I tried to have my whole phase, like, I still have condoms, like a, a, a whole Crown Royal bag full of condoms <laughs> when I tried to have my whole phase. Because I didn't use them. Because, yeah. like, it was just so weird and so awkward. And then, App life is just awkward, and I hated it. And app life, <laughs> app life, I, I, I can't do it. Um, you know, this is too much. It's, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. I see, Issa. Uh, I see. I guess I'm the Molly in this situation because I was like, uh, no. Just t- yeah, look, <laughs> I'm offended, but yes, like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That Issa, the the whole awkwardness is me, but I was definitely Molly during this thing. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this man, just don't I even got to talk. Just Issa. And then, shout out to the famous Carlo Rossi. Yes. And then, fuck that book show. Man. <laughs> Molly was like, so about the book. Issa was like, yeah, sure. So, about home. Right, right. That... I, Molly's giving me like a being Mary Jane, uh, Tony Childs, um, Regine. Not that it's and, a, uh, um, like a trope or anything, but she's just reminded me of all these characters who've come before her. And with a, like a, a, a dash of Whitley Gilbert. Look, man, look, like in her coming from up from the hood, essentially, mm-hmm. and getting it like she, I don't know, I'm. I guess to add to Molly to the list, but I'm really and her name is fucking Molly, man. Molly, this black, beautiful brown skinned <laughs> girl. Her name is Mo- like. I never made that association. Molly, that traditionally white ass name. Like I'm, I'm, I really now at this point want to know what her brother's names are. I don't think she's ever said it, but I'll gladly be Chad, Look, uh, Bradley, to, uh, Carlisle, uh, uh, Wolfgang, Wolfgang, <laughs> Bernard. Well, no, that's pretty black. Uh, Bernard, that's a nigga ass man. Right, right, right. Uh, Todd, Chip, like 
What yeah, the yeah, chip, chip. <laughs> Yes, Chip. I Chip. like that one. Issa, cast me as Chip. Issa, I mean, uh, Mont's gay brother. Let me see. Then get that spinoff. Chipping them all. <laughs> Man, the fuck sin? Yeah. Shit, I'll be there. Tweeter, Issa, I know you hear this. Um, no, but oh, I, uh, I the music, they, they, Issa playing Amazing. they in this, this club scene, that just, that took, man, look, let me tell you. Well, no, shit, you would know you, is. you. This club scene was everything. This, from the very beginning, when Issa was like, I'm not here to look like these hoes. And then, like, the girl walked by with the same exact outfit on. Man, <laughs> I had to pause it. I hollered right there. Like, <laughs> these little ass, quick ass jokes, man. She, man, a genius. A fucking genius, man. <laughs> And then she's talking about some. I mean, I was going to order the catfish basket. <laughs> like again, me. Like I, I don't particularly like to eat in the club. Not that I'm there anymore. But shit, I was with her. Like, motherfucker, I didn't came out. But I mean, I guess it just takes a certain personality or a certain type of person to just jump right in. But that, that appeals to me. That part of Easter. That oh, let me <laughs> get some catfish. Uh, let me do my sexy walk. Like. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what so kind nice. of adult? And did you did you notice how many old people were in there? Like, they yes, like that a, man in that tuxedo, that I was like, wait, how old is he? Like, why is he there? What club why are they is there? If he's there, I just, I don't know. Yeah, that was, and you know, and I appreciated that because for me, it's like, <clears throat> you know, being a kid, maybe going to teen parties, and then when you do hit 18, 19, 21, and you start going to the club, but then you get a little bit older, and it's like, okay, wait a minute. I can't. I will. I can find myself in a space where there are eighteen-year-olds who can get in, but then it's like probably a forty, fifty-year-old who either just passing by, want to, you know, hang out with the kids or whatever. Like I'm in this space where some of this seems off, and so this again, I may be thinking too deep, but seeing them old ass people, it's like okay, where are we? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Why are we here? And somebody from California, this has to be like a real club or something like of course this isn't a set like somebody let me know what is this is this a normal makeup of a Saturday night this old ass man and these what 30 somethings and I don't know it's just yeah Uh, (laughs) moving on Um, Molly in this now who is this man because I I saw Twitter blow up when uh, Lionel showed up uh, it was like Lionel from uh, where is he from I don't know. Good times. I, I mean, not good times. Uh, like, good time. I was thinking it was another show because I've yet to crack open uh, Queen Sugar or Greenleaf. Um, so I said maybe that's where he's from. The Jeffersons. Really? No, I'm just fucking. With look, you. man. Look, because I, <laughs> you had me because I was like, all right. I mean, I'll look him up later. But I was like, okay. I mean, he's the attractive older guy. That's great. I hope but... he, if he's from the Jeffersons and still look like that in 2017, he's a vampire. Just like Sade. What, where can I wear serum? Illuminati. You got to sign I up. I mean, I, I still want to die on time. Like, but I just want to look young <laughs> for the rest of my life. I don't want to live forever now. That's depressing. Man, look. Um, but yeah, that, what, I guess, what are your thoughts on him and Molly? Like, just um, overall. It's cute, and it seems like a perfect match, actually. Yeah. Like, okay. Especially if this is like season one, Molly. Mm-hmm. Like it would have seemed like a perfect ass match, yeah. and then 
Molly, and like I said, I'm starting to like her now, and I love this move. He, when he asked for her number, Stop. she gave from his fucking uh, her fucking car. Yes, yes. He was like, "Oh, she's just gonna give me a car," and it's like, "Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what I gave you. Like, right. You want it or not? That that is what it is." And then shout out to uh, Lionel's friend that was fucking with Issa. <laughs> fucking with some, um, you got the friends. You got any other friends? Like, what kind of that dick? was funny. <sighs> this nigga that was good, and it. Issa's whole like approach during that whole thing was just hilarious. Like every nigga, like it's just bomb. Yes, bomb. And bomb. I don't. I, and this whole, which had me on the floor even rewatching it again. If you were to leave the club, would you want to leave by yourself, or would you choose to leave with some, like what? Is, what kind of flirting is that? And like asking that man, would he leave the club by himself, or would he want to leave with someone in the club, and who would it be? Like. I don't like good comedy go good job Issa Molly is winning and Issa had her wings so yeah that's that's pretty much it that was hilarious Uh, so how you doing you know I got my wings right if nothing else like I don't know and I'm trying to figure out like why it's convincing to me that she's bombing with these guys but I'm just like damn every single one like I guess she has to be about that app life cause this in-person interaction is not working out for her at all, man. It's not. I mean, that shit, like, for me, like, I don't know how Issa appeared is how I always feel. Okay. But I guess I come off better. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my ultimate goals is to come off like Darius from Love Jones, like, with the smoothness okay. and the coolness. Like, that's my goal. That's what I aspire to. But okay. I feel like I, I come off like Overton. Not Overton. <laughs> Bruh, not Overton, man. No, I, okay. But I, I see what you're saying. It's that whole, um, not imposter syndrome. What is it? Like, you are your worst critic. Like, the, you yeah. know, and you don't see yourself how other people see you, you know? So, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Feeling like a Issa, uh, wanting to be a, uh, Darius, but. <laughs> Thinking you were over, yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah, because I think we've all been there. I know I've had my moments where it's like, oh shit, I'm, I gotta be looking to sounding crazy, but hell, it works off in the end. So yeah, I exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Molly and Lionel. I'm, you know, I like this, and my biggest fear with this, with them two, is that he came along either too soon or too late. Cause she's, I think it was too late. Yeah. She's she's trying to work on herself, and just the whole move with Hannah, with taking initiative and like, look, I want to you know come out to Chicago and work on these cases with you because frat boy over her. here getting paid out the ass for doing shit work. So I I fear that it's too late. Like you see, yeah, more than likely it's probably too late because she uh, Molly is just about herself now and, and better in herself as she should be, but. This whole talk about have you ever wished you could just like move past the dating and be married already? He kind of came off creepy to me, but then not. And then the thing is, too, like I've been in that point, like when I don't know, I I wanted to be in a relationship so bad. This is like I I want that stability. I want that that person, that one consistent person, and. You know, I just, I, I just want that. I want to skip this whole bullshit phase. Like, I want mm-hmm. something serious. I want something real. Yeah. And now it's just like, like I'm 26. And then when I was having them thoughts, I was like 24. I'm just like, nigga, like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, yeah. shut the fuck out. 
Yeah, and again, we may not have all been there, but I feel like the majority of us have. Like, I've wanted to just be in a relationship, and then I've been times I'm like, fucking, I'm very good on my own. So, yeah, I see that. <clears throat> Excuse and me. The funny thing about that is, I, I felt like that right after I got out of a relationship. Uh huh. But we'll uh-huh. get to that a little bit later when we talk about Lawrence and shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. Like, so. On them, I'm all for it. I think the scenes were shot beautifully. They both look great. I appreciate it more than anything. Seeing these two dark skinned, successful, beautiful ass people on this date. Like, I, again, I may be thinking too deep, may not be thinking deep enough, but I, that alone was worth the price of admission for me. Like, seeing them, seeing them, him trying to court her, them on the phone, them at the date, like that, that's. That took me back to the '90s. Hell, two dark-skinned people they was actually showing love on screen. So, yes, 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 yes. And there was nobody cheating like Issa and Daniel. Anyway, right. <clears throat> but Tasha and Lawrence. Now, <laughs> the one of two scenes that we got from them this this episode. No, it was three. Three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait. At in the bed at the cookout. And then after the yeah, yeah okay, three. Yeah, then the the the, the infamous. Yeah. The Amazon. <laughs> now, Tasha, I got a couple things from this scene. I got that either Tasha ain't trying to fuck with him right away after he didn't slept with his ex, or Tasha's just in a regular mode of you know we chilling. You've you've um we've gotten over that hurdle of you sleeping with your ex, and now we're doing our thing. Or she's I think like, it... hmm? go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's just, I'm getting a couple things and I don't know where to put my finger, but looking at this scene and then them at the cookout, I felt like Tasha is moving into being comfortable, almost his girlfriend role, because now we've got the bullshit out the way and now we're do, we're actually doing something. So, what did you, how did you take I, this scene? I think it was the latter, because I mean, you got, number one, I don't watch Shark Tank, but niggas love Shark Tank. Yeah, I don't know. And then, then she was like, TGIT, go ahead, Viola. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. she wanted to watch How to Get Away with Murder. Right, right, she right. ain't trying to fuck because who fucks during How to Get Away with Murder? Like nobody. Like Not that's me. stupid. Like right. <laughs> you don't fuck during Scandal. You don't fuck during How to Get Away with Murder. You don't fuck during Insecure. True. And apparently, you don't fuck through Games of Thrones, which I'm about to start watching. I, look, I'm two seasons behind, man. I'm trying to catch. Up. I am seven seasons behind. <laughs> um, I'll be starting at season one, episode one hopefully on Saturday, yeah. if not Sunday. Um, but I mean, like, she's talking about things that people are genuinely interested in mm-hmm. and don't genuinely fuck through. So yeah. I didn't see anything off-putting about it. It was just like it, w- it was awkward for a moment because it wasn't like, okay, maybe later yeah. type of situation. But I mean, I wouldn't fuck through Viola Davis. Yeah. Like, Viola Davis serves my un undivided attention like True. fuck look like getting a nut watching how to get away with murder like idiot like I'm supposed <laughs> to be live tweeting so I didn't see anything like awkward or off putting about it mm-hmm. other than the fact that there was no like okay after the show goes off yeah um but I did feel bad for Lawrence for his failed attempts because nothing's worse than a failed attempt. This is true. This is true. And you still got to sit there and watch this damn show with it. So, why? But I don't, all things considered, I was, I'm again, Team Lawrence still, but I was like, okay, nigga, that's, calm down. Like, you, this is, 
the vibe that you're getting, like you said, we about to watch this show and that's that. Because that's all they do. There was no um, mini this episode. Uh, and I was so upset about look, that. Look, look, I'm like, let that be I the I love me high. some Regina That whole, what is that, an underground parody? Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm here for it. I want it. <laughs> and that little boy who don't leave the house because he got typhoid. Look, I want that to be the next spinoff. Let's get the Avengers of Nini. Give her a four hey. eight issue uh, uh, show or something, a mini series. Because that in between was season two and season three, when I'm shooting my scenes, yeah. Issa. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know. Um, I again a semi familiar scene for me, but yeah, I don't know. I I took that. I guess is um, Tasha just being comfortable, like everything don't have to be about sex when we're together like we ain't right. always fucking so I don't know I just I see where her frustrations came later on I, I mean I saw them black and white because of what happened but her story with Lawrence yeah I could see yeah. I, let's move on from there I'm, I'm getting my heart is hurting uh, <laughs> um, did we what get was the, nice? uh, fucking Issa yes with this we got y'all review uh, from Mr. Gaines and Frida and the boss like it's I I don't know I don't know I'm again this brings me back to I empathize with Frida but um with Issa like we got this is our job this ain't a wait, hobby wait hmm? did you skip Issa in the batteries did I hold up oh fuck I did yeah go back so rewind <laughs> this shit <laughs> How you have a sex toy that need batteries and you ain't got working batteries? That's I mean, I know she was in a relationship for five years, but damn, how you, <laughs> the time you needed the most, you ain't got them, man. How do you? And she done went through. She went through the phone, the smoke detector, the uh, the flashlight, everything. Look, and I don't know, ladies, gentlemen folks out there other every however you identify if you got sex toys that need batteries they need extension cords that need i don't know wi-fi have all that set up when you are not horny at all when you're not in the mood so that when that time hits you don't have to skip a beat like how do you, i was just more appalled that she had no batteries like come on man gotta have it queued up like granted so, i may or may not have something that requires batteries um, and I may or may not have been in that same position, but like you gotta be queued up. You gotta be ready. You stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready. So. Okay. Yeah. She. Um. I don't know. So PSA always have batteries waiting. Um. Damn. Not also her shirt. Her uh. Pump. Shirt. Yes. Again, just things. You know, this is giving me that '90s black college apparel vibe. Like when you look back on Living Single, you look back on Martin. How any number of scenes or from different episodes, you can see a Tuskegee hoodie, a Morehouse sweatshirt, a, a fucking Spelman uh, baseball jersey. You know, like you could see a Gremlin baseball hat. Like it's all these different. Where ten years from now, when you're looking back and watching Insecure, you're gonna see all these dope ass shirts and sweatshirts and everything I don't know I just she know her shit man yeah she doing a damn thing she is she is I'm open that store Issa um shit I'll be there look day one Molly at work 
Who was Molly at work? That's all I wrote down for that scene. Um, hey. That's the same shit that I wrote. <laughs> Look, I don't even. I just put my. It was short. Oh, I think that was her talking shit to uh, frat boy about uh, if he did any damn work around here. And then he said something. She's like, "Yeah, I'm just stressed." And that's. I was mad that she said that because I know it was kind of dismissive to the way she felt. But I was like, "Shit, tell that motherfucker he ain't shit. If he did something, he would. You know, well, he ain't got to work shit. He get more paid than her, and he ain't doing nothing. So, listen, man, fuck that shit." Uh, Molly at work, yeah, no. Didn't know that we got y'all. Again, I don't know. I think Frida is in her feelings. Understandably slow from her point of view, being, you know, this white woman that probably ain't dealt with much strife or trouble before. But, like, at the end of the day, this is our job. This ain't something we're doing for fun. You want to reach out and help, but everything ain't always going to go in your favor. So calm down, Frida. Just kind of get with the program or give your own review if you really have an issue with what Mr. Gaines is doing you can also submit your review yourself like that's where I was kind of torn like okay what's what's the real issue here why aren't you like what's your problem so yeah and then she had a little moment where Issa was like I couldn't do it without her yeah yeah, many things could go on without me. Like, girl, get out your goddamn hey, feelings. Totally could have. <laughs> Ugh, man, so, I don't know. I'm, but again, I'm, I feel her frustration, though. Yeah, I mean, I still like her, but it's like, ugh, I want to see what happens. I wonder if they're going to have an argument, her and Issa, because Issa's so awkward and avoiding everything. If right. they'll come to blows and, like, if you'll fuck shit up where they're not partners anymore or what, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on with them by episode five or six or something. Yeah, I like them working together. Like they make a good team. Yeah, and this might be that just that good cop bad cop thing where they have to agree to disagree, but move forward and get the job done. But again, I feel like this is our job. It's not a hobby. So sometimes you just gotta, like she said, take the W. Uh, yeah, Molly. Well, Molly on a date. I guess we kind of touched on that. But her and this nigga talking about kids, skipping forward to marriage, him and his niece, and he really seemed to be into her. Lionel into her without being, which what is thirsty anymore, but being too aggressive. You know what I'm right. saying? It was a nice balance, I felt. It was. Yeah, this. And they, they, I mean, when you both on the same page about children. Yeah. That's a good sign. Like, definitely. They both like borrowing children. I say all the time, I like to borrow, not uh, own. Right, right, right. Um, so that was that was a good and like they they hit it off and like like we said earlier like if this was earlier Molly yeah it would have been a perfect match but like mm-hmm. she's grown and developed and changed to a point where it's just like damn like mm-hmm. why didn't you meet him yeah but like what does she even want at this point I mean she doesn't there doesn't have to be an answer but I'm curious now this perfect man kind of falls in your lap and you're just not with it. Is it just she just doesn't want it? Is it just right. I'm really just trying to work on myself? Is it I, like what is what I want? <laughs> Every woman doesn't need to have a love story tied to her story, but with this person seeming so perfect for her, I'm trying. I want to know what's what's stopping you from just going to this concert with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, uh, go to this. Do you know how hard it is to get scissor tickets? Look. Bruh, you preaching to the choir. Like, 
because my poor black ass was like, uh, I can't afford these resales, so Look. I'm just get drunk, listen to the album. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's how we do it. This, yeah, that's I was and I crush the edible and imagine that I'm there. Look, because. just had the lights going on and off or something. Yeah, she yeah. did that. So I'm 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 hoping that's developed more too. I'm just sitting here hoping for every goddamn thing. Hell, give her a spinoff too. Shit. I, um, but I, what what I do like about the show is even though it's insecure and essentially an extension of Awkward Black Girl and focusing on Issa, Veen's side characters are fully developed in a way that they're not exactly. just I'm Molly the best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're so intricate. Like yeah, and we're attached to them. Yes. Yeah, again, because even Tiffany and Derek, like, we don't get a lot of them, but I am on pins and needles waiting to see what happens next. Like, we're invested. Yeah, yeah. And everybody on that, even fucking Kelly. Look. (laughs) Even East's fucking brother. Hey, Ma. (laughs) Hey, Ma. No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. Good job. Uh, let him know find his twitter no (laughs) yeah that's man god good good job good job all around Issa and good job Molly and because even with that as frustrated as I am with her I'm anxious to know how this is gonna play out just much like everything else god damn it but then we get to the I don't know the climax of the episode the barbecue the poetic justice minister society uh freaking <laughs> this 90s throwback I think I'm Jackie I'm just Jackie on Twitter she said that reminded her of Mr. Society I was like this is very much a uh cuz uh Tupac and um cuz lucky little lucky <laughs> like even to the the nigga with the RIP airbrush shirt I'm like dude this is a black ass show listen that is- and uh them hooking up the fucking speakers in the park look <laughs> bruh I'm I'm all in. Like I could watch this show on mute. It's just, it's just good. It's that the one thing though, and I guess this was, I don't know what this was, but that chick playing the flute. I don't know what that was about. Doing the fucking uh, mask off challenge. Look, I was like, maybe this is just added in to be like this is the ridiculousness of her family. But no, I was, that was the uh, the mask off challenge. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I see that, but it just. I didn't know if it was intended, you know, because like a regular like cookout scene would be just loud music and family at a barbecue and laughing and whatever. But I was like, okay, is this supposed to? I don't know. I, it, it makes sense now that you say. I mean, it, I went back and listened to Mask Off about okay. two, four, five times because I definitely was, and I was like, no, it just threw me. I wasn't even think I wasn't even on that level. So, thank kudos <laughs> to you because. <laughs> No, but I, I'm I'm just gonna be always stuck on. Oh, you want the rule following ass niggas, huh? Look, and even even that line in itself, don't ask me why, but it just that reminded me of Poetic Justice. I know there was no line similar to that in the movie, but I don't know. It, Cause at the end when he said, "Oh, was that rules?" To the <laughs> like nigga, you already got a nickname in this girl's family. Like <sighs> that was a very cringe worthy scene and I oh my god Lawrence just seems so hmm? it was very awkward and I feel like that's kind of when Lawrence realized like wait what am I doing and when he found a way out he took it Mm -hmm. but that was just it was too much for what 
they were doing. Right, right, right. And I can I agree with you there. And that's a fault on both of their parts. It with is. Nancy Lawrence. But um it was it was too much. And it helping uh Nana or whatever her foot with her wheelchair. Oh yeah, that <laughs> it was just too much. Too much. <laughs> it was it was. It was too much with you all not establishing what the hell is going on. My issue with the cookout is I think um I can't say that Tasha is 100% innocent as uh, as far as her intentions with inviting him the first time before he slept with Issa and then even after he did sleep with Issa, like what his uh, what her actual intentions for inviting him were. So. Uh, oh, yeah. She, she's definitely at fault here, too, but she was searching for love. Yeah. And she saw what she wanted and she went for it. Uh-huh. Blasting her, K. Michelle. And that's why I admire her. Like I said the last episode... <laughs> You can't tell me, like, you can say whatever you want about Tasha, but I will say she wasn't waiting around for this dude to bestow his manliness on her. Like, she, and she wasn't aggressive either. She was like, I was going to invite you to the cookout. And she's like, no, but you don't have to if that's okay. You know, like, she, call it manipulative or whatever, she went after what she wanted. Now, what she got ain't what she, what she wanted, but she went after the man she wanted and didn't wait on a man to get her number or you know take charge or whatever so I like that if now again another fan casting if she if he said right in K Michelle is uh Tasha's good home girl or her sister or something then, do it man look <laughs> K Michelle and Jill Marie Jones in the same damn episode man look listen I will live <laughs> Now, I watched this episode a couple times. I still don't. Homeboy, high yellow, uh, palm tree, tall nigga. What was his name? Yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, that, I thought that was a setup scene. Like, it wasn't really a scene that was pivotal. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But just one to provide some context and a situation to set up further things. Yeah, and especially for Molly, yeah. Yeah. I don't but it was nothing big from that scene for me. No. Right, but one thing for me, it it made me think about what if Issa didn't cheat and just stuck with Lawrence because yeah. he had like a you know coming from nothing to something story. Yeah. And it could have been parallel to Lawrence's story, so like it did make me think about, damn, Issa, you fucked up. Like, oh, okay, I see it. Uh, see, this could have been you and Lawrence in the cupcake shop. Look, god damn, you right about that? I didn't even think of that. But yeah, most definitely, shit. It, even, you know, to that point, you know, this same thing that you just said, is this what Lawrence is thinking during them times where he looking all puzzled and shit throughout the, the season, the episodes, is he thinking what could have been? Because, hell, he kind of... Got slash getting his shit together now. You know, he just got a place. He got a nice job. I mean, he had his shit together when he's well. He was, you know, pretty much getting his shit together when he's a fucked off. Right, right, right. You know, it's it that's water not under the bridge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that cupcake scene, like it didn't. To me, it wasn't too too pivotal. Yeah, right, right, right. I agree. I'm just in love with the idea that we get all these black people on screen now. Listen, with them all being introduced I'm very hopeful that we're going to see two men and I'm not discounting lesbians but Ayo Issa 
Put me on. Look, we got them right here, right here. I'm all in shape. Shameless plug. <laughs> like I just, I want to see more. I want to. I like what she's presented, and I like everybody's character, what they're doing. But I just, I want to see more. Maybe that's just representation that I'm just trying to see. But let me see two guys together with a, a, a regular ass relationship, two attractive guys in their own right at a damn cupcake shop as well shading the hell out of Kelly look with her coat ah. with her coat look um but these let's let's get to these paint fumes because <laughs> let me and I I am I kid you not when Molly me and her said this at the exact same time bitch open that window like I'm laying in bed <laughs> and the words came out and I'm like he's <laughs> oh, in this paint what <laughs> How are that you so smart? Go ahead. That was a good one. It like, was. She was dead set on covering that wall. And then that's when she saw Eddie at the pool. Yeah. Looking cute and, and, and sunbathing and whatever the fuck he was doing. Now, tell me why I thought this man was homeless. Like, I knew he lived. Well, I knew he was there. <laughs> but when she looked back out the window and he was walking into that, I said, is that a vacant apartment that he's walking into? <laughs> Something about the way he was walking in there looking around. I was like, nah, this this man ain't got no place to live. Like, and I thought that was going to be the twist that she's going to hook up with this guy who has, like, I just, my mind went everywhere, but I thought he was homeless. I did. Hey, I mean, I, he looked kind of shady walking into that apartment. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what yeah. it was. <laughs> he like, kind of looked over his shoulder a little bit like, yeah, know. that, yeah. And you know, speaking of this apartment, I know most of this is probably shot like in a, six month period or whatever like a a chunk of time but how do you I'm sure you might not have an answer but how are they getting these apartments you know what I'm saying like if I did a web series I could probably use your mm. apartment because you're my friend and I could film in there but I have a like are they are they, are none of these apartments occupied for real like I'm just the, oh, is this a motel or the inside might be a set yeah and then the outside is that an actual complex? Well, they did a damn good job with editing and with Very transitions. Very good Because, yeah, because I was like, ah, damn, it looks like an old school, like, motel. Like, the way it's set up with the apartments and the pool. I was like, maybe this is just, because I watched um, the show, The L.A. Complex, and that's how Let- they're part. Huh? Ah! What? You all right? No. Oh. <laughs> L.A. Complex is trigger. Oh, I'm sorry. Khaled Tariq. Yeah, look, don't don't get me started, cause I you started it, not me. You you know what? You're right. Let me. I'm looking in the mirror. Don't get us started. <laughs> That's a whole another podcast. Cause I have feelings. I'm still not over it. My heart. All is... the feelings. I granted, only thing I've seen from the L.A. complex was the Khaled Tariq story, but on the YouTube. Yeah, but it um. With various, you know, cameos from Manny Santos yeah. from the Grassy the Next Generation. This is true. But um that shit hit so hard uh, and it I still wanna cry. Yes. And uh, Yeah. Andre Fuller did I his had thing. to bring that shit up. Yeah, yes. You know what? Let me let me digress because again I have I have feelings. I forgive but, you. <laughs> now this uh, bitch opened a window. Moving on to um, Lawrence at Startup Saturday. Now Lawrence leaving this damn barbecue and going to this. I, I feel like it wasn't this. I mean, I guess I kind of get it. You're new. 
you want to not necessarily make friends but you want to be friendly with your coworkers. but if this is a monthly thing because the way they said it initially I thought it was like a yearly thing or you know every, twice, a, twice a year but this mm-hmm. is a Saturday thing networking event that happens frequently did you have to leave I mean I don't yes. know what's, what's your thoughts he, he did because again that was a very awkward situation an awkward setting to me and I don't mm-hmm. think he realized what he was putting himself into yeah until he actually got there right right but um it was an awkward situation so I, I understand him leaving although I feel like that was like a it, it was it was a bitch ass move to make yeah. But I, I get it. Um, but it should have been communicated better. Yeah. Um, but even after start of Saturday, he was like, you know, yeah, I gotta go. Like he <laughs> He hinted towards, you know, actually like trying to go back. Yeah. And so he got tempted. Right, right. So like he had good intentions, but he had horrible willpower. Man, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. With good intentions. There but, it is. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, I see what time. you mean, and I, I do agree. But I just, man, I'm just like, Lawrence. But, you know, not in defense of him, but he just got out of this relationship. And it's his fault because nobody made him fuck Tasha. But him and Tasha are doing their thing, and it's too much for him. But I'm just like, damn, poor Tasha, you thought you had a good one. You may have lost what? But and it's like he's. This is another thing. Like number one, okay. We'll get to it later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that. Um. All in all, and then this, I think, went back to my feeling about Lawrence and them coworkers, cause them drinking and hanging out and shit, and then him discussing his app idea. I was like. Nigga, I know this ain't the same app that you spent two years on the couch developing. And, like, I, my biggest fear is that now one of them girls or guy or whoever is going to steal that idea and get it out before him. Oh, uh, ooh. See, and that was my... So I'm like... Because white women are crafty like Look, that. I'm... Let me tell you. That... Yes. So I was like, what are you... Like, it... That would... I don't know. Like, I can't even put it to words now. Like, you've spent five years with this girl two years on the couch yes she cheated on you you want her back you don't want her back all behind this app that a lot of your post-college life has been devoted to and if this gets snatched up from you what do you do where do you turn like is he gonna cry and run to Issa is he gonna try to get back with Tasha is he gonna sulk in his new apartment like I don't know I felt like he was being a little bit too friendly cause yeah yeah uh, and I've I've had an idea stolen from me before, like in college, and just kicked myself because I'm like, nigga, you were talking too much. Like, yeah, you thought you were being friendly and whatever. And uh, the idea that I had in black and white from A to Z was appeared somewhere else that did not have me attached to it at all. So that's why I was like, what, nigga, you might want to, I don't know, slow down with your friendly ass. So listen, I agree, niggas. But uh, yeah, Lawrence and this and the infamous barbecue. So um, we next with Issa and his hookup. What's up? She finally finished painting the wall. Okay. <laughs> and then looks up and see his burn marks on the ceiling. <laughs> it's yeah. You ain't gonna do my joy. You can't have my joy. Like <laughs> look, it. <laughs> when I tell you, I regularly and do not commit me. 
speak to inanimate things. If oh, I'm trying to open the refrigerator and it won't open, that refrigerator is getting cussed out personally. If I stub my toe on a chair, that chair is going to get it. So I, yes, you cussed <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. Yes. She, again, Issa speaks to a, I think Issa is speaking to a whole generation of people who grew up in our, the same millennials and Gen Xers who are represented like in that Spider-Man movie where a lot of things are not like it's not believable to have the quarterback beating up a guy and shoving him into a locker so now the bully has to be more of a psychological bully than a physical bully just like in this her talking to this damn burnt stain on the ceiling is speaking to so many people if I can relate to this so deeply I know half of the uh, the viewers were into it just as well so Again, all that to say, kudos to Issa. Like, all the kudos. Man, look. So, <laughs> so this hookup. What are your? What do you? What did? <laughs> overall, how? How did you? What do you think? What's your take on it? Issa and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like I said previously, uh, hoeing in the neighborhood for me is. I'm not one for it. Right, right. They live too close together. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes you gotta get your shit popped off, so I get it. (laughs) Um, and she saw him, he was looking cute by the pool. It was an easy go for her, so I don't blame her. Um, the Charger thing was very genius, it was very smart, very genius. Yes, yes, kudos Uh to her, yes. It was a good move, although he already had his charger. But it was a good move. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "You smoke?" The way she was like, "I love," it was just like, "I can't with her." Look in her shit. Yeah, she. I I thoroughly enjoyed this scene because again, it's this woman saying, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do this on my own." Like. <laughs> I just have it in my head that her and Lawrence probably got together because they went to school together and just spent time together. But this Issa is just, for everywhere she's lacking with just meeting and hanging out with guys, it seems like this, that however awkward and, and kind of cute it was, she took the initiative and took care of that shit on her own. Like again, the charger to forcing her way in the house to rap it to herself about um, hoeing and going out there and and and, and uh, being the first one to kiss, like, albeit she got punched in the face, but still, right. like, I I was clapping, I was clapping for her, I was cringing and clapping. It was an awkward moment. Um, are we skipping over the other Saturday? No, that came that came um after with him on the phone. No, when they was at the table and stuff and then ordering the drinks. Oh, yeah, that, uh, what was that? Uh, was it rum and, what that man ordered with that coconut milk? The Kahlua and something? Oh, yeah, whatever that was, huh? White Russian. Yeah. White Russian with the almond milk. Yeah. There you go. I think that's what it was. Uh, Sounds about right, goddammit. (laughs) Shit. But yeah, and I mean, even then, Lauren said he was like, he was like, I'm dating. Like, Mm -hmm. he... He owned up to what he was doing, yeah, in yeah. a sense. You know, he yeah. admitted he was dating, insinuated he was dating somebody. Yeah. 
um, and said he had to go, but then got distracted by the waitress and yeah. alcohol. Yeah. So again, good intentions, but horrible execution. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he. I, I felt for him because again, like who hasn't been in a situation where you at the club, at a party, at a friend's house, and lose track of time? But again, like you said, instead of making an excuse, he, I mean, well, instead of lying, he did, you know, say. So for me, I, it makes him innocent to a degree because it's like. If he had something, to hide, if he felt like he had something to hide, he could have easily said, "Oh well, I'm in traffic," or you know, or there was a car accident or something. Like he could have given an excuse, but he didn't. So, I think he deserved points for that. You know, he some, yeah, just a little Not bit. Not too many, All right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't know how the hell I looked over that, but yeah, that that whole text with Tasha, I'm still torn because I don't, I don't. I'm Team Lawrence, Lawrence Hive still, but I was just like, man, you, oh, this girl out here waiting and you're a no-show, but he told her what he was doing, so, and even if it was just a work thing, like being in the office, work is a little bit more important than your barbecue, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, you might be embarrassed, but if this was a genuine just work, doing work thing, I'm like, okay, girl, calm down, like, I'm, he's working. It was like a socialization work thing. Right, like, right, right. It wasn't mandatory. Yes, that. That's the key word, mandatory. Yeah. So, man, how do I speak well? But let's let's cut back to the <laughs> awkward the sex and, and, and berries of this thing. East and Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Watching the Gossip Girl. Look, man. <laughs> I died because as somebody who has watched Gossip Girl mm-hmm. from the beginning to and not when it was on TV granted I watched it on Netflix but um, as a black man with mm-hmm. a deep appreciation for the Gossip Girl series yeah. all the seasons and all the episodes and all the characters I appreciated this yeah wholeheartedly I was sitting there and this is another instance where this show fucked me all the way up because I was like wait is that the OC wait no he's talking about Gossip Girl that's not Laguna Beach like I'm going through my Rolodex of all of the shows that I've watched coming up that would have fit that conversation because I was like I know this isn't like a fake show like the Ninny underground show that they're talking about he's talking about an actual show and it kind of took me out because you know say you were sitting up watching Martin or you watch The Living Single, you probably aren't going to hear any references to Party of Five. But I also watched Party of Five when I was watching Martin and Living Single. So for me to be watching Insecure, this black-ass show, and this nigga <laughs> sitting up talking about this white-ass CW show he didn't watch that I myself have watched as well was like another like, damn, Issa, you get me. You really get me. So, it, yeah, that... Fucking Blake Lively? Blake Lively's doing the thing. Man... Was that the white girl? Yeah, I believe so. Look, look, right, right. Um, But yeah, that just, I was like, man, come on. this, And that they exist in this world where you can talk about how to get away with murder. You can talk about um, Shark, what is it? Shark Tank. You can talk about the OC. Like, you can talk about these shows and it's not a, we're not going to, I don't know. I just, this was. It was was dope. And then the fact that it was a a black man, a heterosexual black man. Yes. Yes. Talking about yeah, I'm, I'm I'm watching Gossip Girl, and he was so fucking into it. Like, it was like yeah, uh, 
Dominguez Arbery was missing in season five, but <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Man, look, that, again, Issa, you get me. Um, and I like how polite he was during this awkward ass sex scene. Like, oh. <laughs> he said, I would, what did he say? I would like to fuck your titties. Or I, would, titty was, fuck you. I respect the decline. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Good job. That was y'all. the most awkward sex scene that ended in such great pleasure. For yes. yes. It started off so awkward, but then it's like, oh, okay, Eddie. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they, it, I don't know. Everything about him kind of turned turn his image on his head. And that's, I guess, my fault because we don't exist in a vacuum. Black men can be so many different things. But right. from him talking about this white-ass show to him being very polite during sex to him asking her, you know, you can stay if you want. You don't have to go. Like, the image physically that was presented was very different from what we got from him as a whole. And I feel like that was intentional. You know, this nigga in a beater and some shorts or some jeans just laying up in this hood-ass apartment. Like, he's more dynamic than just, let's smoke this weed, drink this 40, or drink this, you know, liquor and, you know, do some drugs. Like, he was very... I was happy. He was just chill. He was like, let's just smoke and watch Gossip Girl. And then, like, Issa initiated it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that awkward kissing the head bump and he was like nah you know it's cool and then like they just went in for it and then like it was so like it was such a mutual experience she was like okay let's let's try something else she was like oh well okay right 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 like shit let's go on this roller coaster ride yeah it it was it was fun it it was funny to watch Mm -hmm. and I was happy for Issa for finally getting her some dick because deserved he had a cute butt (laughs) this Um, is true like it, it, it just was what it was, and kudos to Issa. That was a very well played home move. Yes. Uh, and then what did she do? She took her fucking charger. charger. Back. Yes, I said that was my proudest moment right there. And when she looked back before seeing he already had one, taking exactly. her charger back. Like nigga, I got what I wanted, and let me also take this prop back. Like kudos. And that walk of shame, which wasn't a walk of shame, was like. Cause she enjoyed it. Yes, yeah. And it was like, and it wasn't no, you know, it wasn't any anima- It was very. This was. I can't say that I've seen any other hookup sex scene like this played out this satisfyingly. Well, this well. it was so realistic too. Like it was, just, it was so awkward, yep. and it's like, it was like, are these buttons? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes. it was, it was so realistic, and it hit all those nuances of like a random hookup where yeah. it's just like random shit happens and sometimes it's not all Showtime Cinemax HBO yeah. late night type shit like right. you run into these awkward speed bumps sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. you can unbutton the jeans or get the bra strap off right, or right. you know don't know what side of the condom you need to roll down like it, right, it right yes which speaking of ugh, there's this running theme that there no condoms were harmed in the making of this damn season cause I ain't seen one condom yet so, I didn't see him either, but I just would say, hey, it's either implied or they didn't and use see, him. And, and that's that's the way I was taking it, too, is that it is some of these instances are implied, like with Lawrence and Tasha. I was, okay, the only time I knew that a condom wasn't implied was when Lawrence came and gave Easton them yeah, 10 strokes. Right. I was like, oh, they didn't use a rubber. But other than that, I'm just like, okay, maybe a condom is implied or not. But shit, I watched enough gay porn to know that... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes condoms are not a thing, and uh. set out the group <laughs> Yeah, I don't, and, and then that's one of them moments where I was like, okay, am I thinking too deeply? Like, would a shot of a Trojan, Magnum, whatever, on the nightstand be too much? Like, I don't, I don't know. That might have been something like, hey, we saved three extra minutes by not showing this. So, you know, that could be the case, too. And shit, even if they are, you know, going unprotected, as long as it's birth control, plan B, and, you know, frequent screenings of STDs. Frequent screenings, you better um, say that. <laughs> and as long as Usher isn't involved in the situation, See? we're all good. <laughs> this man. Just jokes, just jokes, just jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but again, that was a very satisfying for me. But Molly declining Lionel, that. That, While this, she had some people putting the guy of her bookshelf. Yeah, that's the scene that screamed being Mary Jane to me. Like, it was very much, hey. why am I doing this work when I could pay these niggas to do it and drink my wine? Like, she was Olivia Pope. Like, she, yeah. Like I said, I'm a fan of Molly this season. Like, I'm, I rocks with her. True, true, true. Shout out to Molly and Yvonne. Now, <clears throat> getting to the uh, the finale. The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes of this entire episode. Fuck nigga. What? Okay. Um, thoughts, feelings, all those things. Number one, woot woot. Uh- um, <laughs> um and then like okay, so I'll I'll let I'll let you lead. Okay. Um this conversation I feel like was bound to happen um I wish Lawrence had been a little bit more sober for it even though I feel like Tasha is not 100% innocent in all of this she made some very valid points I knew Mm. what this was I knew this wasn't anything serious but then you came back apologizing for shit and acting a certain way which is the truth like Chad Mm -hmm. said why would you even tell her like if you had to rely on Chad and what he like there had to be something within Lawrence that felt like you owed this to Tasha yes we are in a relationship but something made you feel compelled to tell her and it wasn't that you just slept with another girl while sleeping with her it's the fact that you slept with Issa now I don't know if he maybe wanted Tasha and Issa to work out his feelings for him but it seems as if he was almost sabotaging what they had like initially he felt bad he felt like he needed to tell her something then when he got to the barbecue felt overwhelmed left although you're still being honest like she said ultimately you are a fuck nigga that thinks he's a good dude you are leading me on and you are acting in a way that would imply that we're doing something here now you can right. fall on the oh but you never said we were together and this and that that's all fine and good but let's not act like a conversation has been had at all so what else is she left to go on so I'm I'm with her um, I felt him when he was like man come on when she called him a fuck nigga I... okay so this is my thing oh, okay alright so I feel like we, especially as black people, Uh don't talk about trauma Mm -hmm. like we should, right? I feel like we usually reserve the term trauma for, like, natural disasters and, like, like big things. But we don't talk about trauma in terms of 
being cheated on and breaking up and yeah. the, the end of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So three months after, I feel like you're still dealing with trauma. Yes. And me being somebody with common sense, I would not assume, even if they let on and, and you know, let me, well, did things to portray they were serious. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't assume anything serious from somebody that just got out of a relationship. True, true. Because he was fucking her with her toes curl like right after <laughs> him and he broke up. So as somebody with a life experiences and common sense enough to, to know, I wouldn't expect anything serious no matter what the perception might have been. Okay. Somebody had just got out of a relationship because you're still dealing with and working through that trauma mm-hmm. and you can't do that engaging somebody else romantically or something. you got to, like true, that's a true. personal thing so that's the only thing I have with Tasha is it's like you you should have known better because he just broke up and you have to process that mm-hmm. when you break up with somebody you have to process and it's still a trash ass fucked up move yeah. that us niggas do I've been on both sides of the equation mm-hmm. when you break up with somebody or have a rough patch and then you end up going to somebody else for yeah. fulfillment and that's not just reserved for heterosexual niggas cause True. gay niggas do it too I've experienced them and I've been one mm-hmm. it, it is what it is but um so like I, I feel like she was a little bit green in that situation yeah that's not to excuse Lawrence because he did kind of go about it in a fucked up manner. Mm-hmm. Not kind of. He did go about it in a fucked up manner. Right. Um. So it's just it's it's a very weird space to navigate when you're fresh out of a relationship mm-hmm. and when you're dealing with somebody that is fresh out, especially if you start dealing with that person right when they get out of that relationship. Right, you're like, right. she didn't give him time. And he didn't take the time. See, when it comes to that, and this is not making excuses, but I'm very curious to see who Tasha dated before. Because I, I agree with everything you're saying, but it feels like she may have maybe dealt with somebody who wasn't necessarily good for her. Maybe some, I hate to say thug, but you know, some around the way do. And you at work one day and in walks this guy who is, you, he's, you're familiar with his face. You're talking to him more every day. You're in, you he see got a him. Nice face. Hmm? He got a nice face. Man. Right, 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 <laughs> right. And, you know, you see him work his way up. You're encouraging him. And it's not to say she did all that thinking she was going to sleep with him, but you've, you've I want to say maybe she is getting something different from Lawrence that she never got from a guy she dated before. That, for me, will explain her being green, thinking, okay, well, I'm dealing with this new type of guy, and this is whatever. Like you said, none of this excuses Lawrence, but that's something that ran through my head is, what type of guys came before Lawrence to make Lawrence this catch that she wanted? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, which made him be this thing to her. Um, So, yeah, no, no excusing him and no excusing her for essentially trying to date somebody who just broke up with somebody and like you said I don't think we uh, handle trauma in a way that a lot of other people do just like which I think is also maybe a running theme with this season is 
one with Molly dealing with her trauma, Lawrence right. dealing with his the way he's doing it and falling apart, and even Issa right. dealing with the trauma of cheating and a relationship ending by self medicating with, you know, these Indeed. hookups and just trying to see who she is independent of being with this man. So good, right. good point. I I did not think of it that way when watching it, but now looking back on this episode, yeah, that's 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 a touchy one, but because I mean, like, because we've all been there when you're like you break up with somebody, whether it's because number one, the cheated on thing, I can't relate to too 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 much because mm-hmm. I I mean it happened, but I mean the circumstances, yeah, yeah, so whatever. But <laughs> um, hey. But as far as breaking up, like you do go through that trauma and how do you work through that? And I feel like as men, we do tend to work through that in a way where we kind of search for somebody else. Yeah. To help us with our emotional. Right, right. Um, and I feel like that's what Lawrence was doing. And that's why like like when she made her comment about, you know, you a fuck nigga that think he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Lawrence is, is actually a good dude, mm-hmm. but at this period, like, he has stuff to work through and he, he's not working through it the right way. Right, right. Um, And I feel like we... I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's like, I, I'm not a fuck nigga, but... Right. And, and, you know, with you saying that, remember Molly said... Issa cheated but she's not a cheater so same thing it's, in this moment he's a fuck nigga but he's not a you know what I'm saying like uh, he's, he, he's doing fuck nigga things yeah, but he's this, not a fuck nigga right 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 and and, and that's another thing like that that courtesy is extended to Issa yeah but nobody wants to extend that to Lawrence and you know what let me stop and right Lawrence there. wasn't the one that cheated at all and brother and I found... cheated while Lawrence was getting his shit together. Look! After they had a semi-breakup. So, Look. what the fuck? Man, this, I found this posted, um, I think on Facebook, this guy named George Arnett. I don't know him. It was just in my feed. This He said, Issa didn't communicate with her partner, and instead of leaving him, she trashed him to her friends. Issa took her best friend for granted and disrespected her. Issa cheated on her partner and then told her side piece, who was also a good friend, that he was an itch she needed to scratch. Issa feels like everything happens to Issa. She never feels like she set the events in motion and she's terrible at being accountable for the way she shows up or doesn't show up in in people's lives. He ended it by saying, Issa too is a fuck nigga who thinks she's good. (laughs) Fight me. And I just, I was like, nigga... (laughs) There's some truth to that. Um, there is. I will say that Issa did admit to her fuck ups. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Yeah. Um, blatantly. But I mean, Issa, Issa, a fuck nigga too. That well, no, Issa is a good person yes. that did fuck nigga things. Exactly. You know, so I, the same way that Lawrence is a good nigga that did fuck nigga things. In the same way that Tasha is. Sausage is here. Sausage is trying to live her best life. Look, I don't feel like she should be blamed. I don't either. Um, (laughs) she just she put the product on the shelf. Yep, but she didn't force nobody to buy it. Uh, You know what I mean? You better say that. 
So I'm not going to blame Tasha. Oh, not at, at all. Oh, for anything, because she she saw what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She let you know him know that you know if you want it, it's available. True. True. Um, she kind of went through extreme measures to do it, mm-hmm. such as you know going to Best Buy for batteries, Look. but. <laughs> I, I can't blame her too much because all she did was advertise. Look, this is she true. did not. She didn't put a Uzi to it. Lawrence said and say, "Come fuck me and make Look, me those at all." But okay, well, with that being said, <laughs> who is from this episode your favorite character of this episode? This episode, my favorite character is. Uh, um, I'm gonna say Lawrence oh yeah yeah why is that cause Lawrence is working through it he he Lawrence is he's going through it and I feel like we all have that phase where we end up we, we're in a relationship there, I mean cause I mean even I've had it like you know said the relationship ends mm-hmm. or the situationship ends or whatever and then you're kind of recklessly talking to people. Yeah, yeah. Not really taking into consideration the fact that they may be feeling more than you are. Right, right. Or taking them more seriously than you are. And then you get to that point where it's like, whoa, but like we've been doing all this cute shit, but right. I'm not really tr- trying to delve into anything serious. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of, it's too late for you to say that, but yeah. you still need to say it. So like, I'm still going to go with Lawrence because it's, it's dope seeing him work through this. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, I don't feel like anybody feels like Lawrence is inherently a bad dude. Right, like, right, you know right. Because I, mean? I feel like, I mean, he had his moments, he had his downtime, but like he did show progress and he's he's working on it. And so I'm, I'm going to say Lawrence because like I've, been in that situation where it's like you know like I don't mean to be a fuck nigga but yeah. I'm actually being a fuck nigga okay okay you know I'm, I'm leading somebody on unintentionally but right, right. I'm kind of using them for emotional support mm-hmm. but not nothing long term and not wanting anything serious out of it yeah um I'm 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 fucking up but not intentionally and yeah. I feel like that was a wake up call for him so I'm anxious to see like how this progresses and what he does, you know, later along the lines. Um, but I'm gonna say Lawrence. If not Lawrence, then Molly. Oh, nigga. <laughs> My favorite this episode was Molly, and for the reasons that you said, Lawrence was yours. She's working through it. You know, this chick then took the steps to work on her mental health. She's working on self care. Um, to the point where it's one of them things where when you're looking for a job, it's easier to find a job when you have one. And when you're dating somebody, it's easier to, you know, find somebody else when you're with somebody. Like that saying where now that she getting her shit together, you know, niggas is coming, but she don't want them. But I feel like she is doing the same thing, dealing with what life is throwing at her and taking the words of the therapist in mind saying, what are you going to do when everything you plan for, what if it doesn't work out how you want it to? So that's why for this episode, be through her bookcase, you know, she she couldn't put it together, so she paid these niggas too. Um, 
going out hoeing and helping Lisa, Lisa, Issa, uh, <laughs> right. And like everything about her from before and that happened within this episode, I just, Lawrence was on my, so close to being my favorite this week, but I got to go with Molly. Um, yeah, I got to go with Molly. Uh, and then lastly, what's your favorite scene of this episode? Shit, my favorite scene was probably um the scene with Lawrence and Eddie going from Gossip Girl to <laughs> her riding him. Yeah. Um, because like I said, seeing a, a black man interested yeah. in gossip, a heterosexual, a cis head black yes. man. Yes. Assuming well, the assumed cis. Yeah. Head black man interested in gospel girl was just like it was dope and like i said he was fucking into it and shout out to black lively i mean blake lively and you know they're doing their thing or people doing thing. like it was it was it was such a dope moment as a black man who has who thoroughly enjoys gossip girl yeah and just like the thanksgiving episodes are always epic and (laughs) Shout outs to to Nate and shout outs to Jenny and Dan. <laughs> um because those are my favorites and I am Chuck Bass. Like it's fucking Chuck Bass. Disney. <laughs> Let him know. It's fucking Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass, although he was problematic as fuck in the beginning, yeah. He grew. He grew so much. And there was so much character development there. Like, <laughs> shout out to Chuck Bass, man. Like, just <laughs> the character. Yeah. Shout the fuck out to Chuck Bass. Um, and I heard in the books he was bisexual. Perhaps. <laughs> Tweet him and see. I'm, I, I'm not about to invest time in reading the books. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't have that kind of leading time. But. Uh. So, what was your favorite scene? My favorite, it was actually between that one and the club scene. And I, I my favorite is her, Molly and East at the club. Just because, again, you have these two dark skinned, beautiful women out, and it's not about some overly sexual. I mean, even though it's, they out there the whole. <laughs> it's not, it's a very comedic scene. It's beautifully shot. It's. As funny and cute and polite as the awkward sex scene was, this for me was uh, just a better scene for me. I um, I don't know. It's probably the music that was part of it too. Listening to Zay, they in the background, but um, yeah, I just watching Issa fail at trying to flirt and hook up like repeatedly. that. <laughs> yeah, like and with these niggas who just weren't like, just didn't get her. Like I just I that I'd like to see more of that going forward. Maybe see her progress with her flirting and do a little bit better next time they out. But that was my favorite scene. Uh, and you listeners out there, put your favorite scene and your favorite character in the comments on SoundCloud. Uh, tweet to Carefree Blurred and say, hey, this was it. This was my favorite and this is why. And all that. Man, I'm... What, okay, finally. Finally, for real, this time... <laughs> Do you have any, I don't know, predictions, things you'd like to see, things you think will happen going forward in the season? Um, you know, I'm not hey friend hey, so I ain't predicting shit. I'm <laughs> probably be wrong. 
I'm gonna just ride this shit out and see uh, what happens. I'm gonna be down for this messy ass ride. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what's gonna happen. I I can't make any predictions. It's it's kind of up in the air for me, but yeah. it looks like it's going to be an amazing ass season, true. and I'm just here for it. True, true. Yeah, I don't have any either. Before this episode, I probably could have came up with a few. The only thing I really hope for is for more Amal on screen. Um, Listen, me and Amal look, will be cute on screen. I'm, but tell, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I tweet Issa right away. I'm not right going to keep shamelessly plugging myself. <laughs> Do it, shit. That's how you get shit. You uh, got to ask for the job you want, hell. But, um, <laughs> you yeah, know, that, that's really my biggest thing. That and kind of figuring out what's going on with Derek and Tiffany. Other than that, I honestly, I can't. I I can't, I can't come up with anything because I just, like you said, I'm here for the ride. I'm here to see what what the hell is going to happen by, the, you know, episode eight. Like, so, yeah, we, we in the same boat on that one, too, man. So, um, I don't know, man. It's been great, great talking with you. I do appreciate you again for coming on the show. And, uh, Thank you for having my black ass on. <laughs> true, true. So, um, yeah, make sure to hit me up, Carefree Blurred, on Twitter. Go ahead and uh, plug yourself again. Let the audience, let the uh, listeners know where to find you and what your shows are. Yeah, uh, well, you can follow me on the Twitter at Baby Huey. It's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y because I'm a little bit ratchet. <laughs> um, check out the shows, Equipment I Jams, streaming live on Saturdays at 12 o'clock noon on listenvisionlive.com. Check out the Man Podcast. New episodes drop every Monday with me and the big homie Jay. Um, I'm here, man. I'm on the Twitters. I'm on Instagram at babyhuey2.0. Um, and then I'm, I'm out here trying to make great podcast magic, working with all the greats, such as Carefree Black Nerd, <laughs> um, and such as Jay. Um and, and the great that DJ Imperial is, is growing into. True, true. Um I'm out here putting out good content. Well what I perceive as good content. No, you right, good content. Y'all think is is good content. Um, you know, I'm here. Just, just hit me on the Twitter. I am fun, I'm ratchet. I get, you know, a little serious sometimes. Um, but you know, I'm out here. Having true, true. All right, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes too, let folks know where to where to hit you up. So um Shit, thanks y'all And again, you know, until next Sunday <laughs> Where we can tweet again Using the hashtag OSInsecure When you're listening and when you're watching um, Until next Sunday I want you to stay carefree And stay insecure And uh, I guess stay off that app life Or stay in the app life Whichever one works for you All right. Stay insecure <laughs> Shows. You'll be coming back to me, and you'll be coming back to me.